The Ford F-150 truck helps you get the job done in the smartest way possible. New features like the available Pro Access Tailgate improves access to bed and cargo, including when towing a trailer, so it's easier to load in tight spaces. Tough this smart can only be called F-150. Find your local Ford dealer at Ford.com. Pro Access Tailgate available starting spring 2024. See owner's manual for important operating instructions. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. Our friends at Podswag.com have gotten an incredible promotion for you right now. When you purchase any of our glassware, such as pint glasses or LaGreca pub glasses, you'll get 30% off. That's right. 30% off on all of our glassware, which is the lifeblood for all our daddy sodas and LaGreca shit. So take advantage of this deal while you can, because supplies won't last. Once they're gone, they're gone. So the glassware that we have available at podswag.com slash busted open, that's it. So when they're sold, you ain't going to see them again. So make sure you go to podswag.com slash busted open. I am drinking currently out of my busted open bully Ray glass. Nice. So I'm drink I'm drinking out of that. So and then and then once the show is over, maybe even before the show is over. I have my Stone Cold Steve Austin's Broken Skull IPA, and I'll be drinking that out of my uh, LaGreca Daddy Soda pub glass. Make sure you get them right now at potswag.com slash busted open and get 30% off. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, Bully Ray and I talk all about Monday Night Raw. Oh, heck, we're not talking about Monday Night Raw. We're talking about the end of Monday Night Raw. We're talking about Cody and Roman and that epic finale on Monday night show, did they get you ready for WrestleMania 39? We discuss right here on the Busted Open Podcast. After that Monday night Raw last night where I thought it started strong and ended strong and there was a lot of filler in between. That's not what you're thinking of. That's not what you're talking about. We're talking about how that show ended between Cody and Roman And I really feel, Bully, for the first time, Cody got the best of Roman on the microphone. And again, if I didn't already have a ticket, I would want to buy one and be in L.A. for WrestleMania 39. You really think Cody got the best of Roman, huh? Yes. What makes you think that Cody got the best of Roman? Just look back at the way that that segment ended and the way they went off the air and the way Roman looked at Cody and the way that Roman walked out of the ring last night, I think speaks volumes of the story between those two. 
Dave, remember conversations that we've had in the past about why I wasn't the biggest fan of Hall and Nash as heels in the NWO? Yes. Because of the way they would respond to baby faces verbally firing up on them. Yep. Where there was no fear. It was just like that. Ooh, it was almost as if Kevin and Scott would be making fun of the baby faces and any of the aggressive threats that they made towards them. Thus, as a fan, I didn't take the threat from the baby face seriously. And I never felt strongly enough about any baby face that was going to go up against them because Kevin and Scott weren't scared. So why should I have any faith in my baby face? They're taking them lightly. That did not happen last night. When Cody hit that one line on Roman, when he said, and then Jay is going to leave you. What did Roman do with his eyes? His whole face just dropped like completely like it you know what it felt like like the life was taking out taken out of roman but what did roman specifically do with his eyes do you remember what was that he looked away now when two dogs get into a fight before they actually physically get into the fight what do the dogs do they stare each other down First dog to look away, loses. It's actually like when you get a new dog. Let's say you get like one of those aggressive type dogs, a, a Rottweiler, a, a pit bull. You're, the people who will help train the dog will tell you, if you get into a stare down with your dog, stare the dog down. Don't look away from the dog because then the dog knows it's won the fight. And now they got one up on you. The minute Roman looked away, Cody had him for the very first time. Then we saw the concern on Roman's face. Then we saw the doubt on Roman's face. Then we saw the worry on Roman's face. When was the last time you saw concern, worry, or doubt on Roman's face I, as much as you saw it last night? I can't. I, I, I don't think ever, Bully. Seriously. When I'm watching Cody and Roman in the ring, when I'm looking at them, I got to tell you, I feel like I'm looking at a grizzled man talking to a polished boy. Look at the way Roman looks. He's starting to get gray in his beard. It's a bit unkept. He's chiseled. He's got hard, hard features in his face like his dad, Sika. He's been up and down the road. Grizzled, chiseled, angry, hardened. A man. I look at Cody. And I see a very polished boy. And Cody is not a boy. But standing next to Roman, 
the perception is that to me. But by the time they were done last night, that boy verbally backed that man down. That boy got in that man's head. That boy had that man second-guessing everything he had put together since day one in the bloodline. I'm not quite sure if it was as much as what Cody said last night as it was the way Roman reacted to it. And I'm going to, let's not say one was better than the other because it takes two great dance partners, whether that's physically or verbally, to come up with the magic that we had last night. 50% great job by Cody, 50% great job by Roman. But it was Roman's reactions that really, really put it over the top for me. I loved it. I loved uh, it. And in the beginning, I got to be honest, Dave, I thought Roman was going to eat Cody alive because he went there. You couldn't get over his stardust. So you ran away and then you went and you started your own little company and you couldn't get over there either. So you ran away. But then Cody came back and for the first time last night, also, I loved it when Cody said, Dusty ain't coming back. He ain't hitting a bionic elbow and my brother works someplace else. I love the fact Dustin was never an issue. Dusty has always been this ominous shadow that has always loomed over Cody. Well, you've said it so many times here on Busted Open about Dusty. And it almost felt when I when I'm when I watch wrestling now, bully it's almost like I have a little bully on my shoulder when I watch Raw, Dynamite, and SmackDown. And I think of you in a lot of ways of the responses that I see on TV. And I was thinking of you when Cody made that response. It was almost like Cody was making that response to you and not just Roman. Like, it's just like, because you've been saying it for weeks now about Dusty. This is too much about Dusty. Too much about Dusty. Cody went as far as to say that he would vomit if he heard Dusty's name again. Now, Next segment, we're going to play that whole... Go ahead. Time out for one second. I would have loved to have heard Cody go as far as saying... You know, he said about the whole... If I hear about Dusty again, I'm going to vomit. I wish I would have heard Cody said, my father is dead. To hear Cody say that would have been so jarring. But it's so true. It's almost like saying, enough with the Dusty bullshit. Dusty's dead. His memory will live forever. But when the, the fists that you feel cracking you upside your stupid Samoan head belong to Cody Rhodes, not Dusty Rhodes. This is why I really, really enjoyed it because he finally distanced himself. Just, I think he got a good arm's length 
away from Dusty last night. And in getting that arm's way uh, away from Dusty, it makes me believe in Cody more. I didn't mean to cut you off. I no, just no. wanted to say. No, I, I'm glad you said. I'm glad you said what you said, uh, bully. Because I feel like for the first time in this story, he did distance himself uh, last night. But you've always taught me and the nation about listening, and and listening to the crowd. And I'm going to go in a completely different direction here. And you've mentioned this as well. The crowd in St. Louis last night at times, like they were doing the what chance, which again really bothers me. And to do the what chance in that segment last night when Roman was talking, I can't tell you how grating that was. That was like fingernails on a chalkboard to me when I was watching that segment last night. I wish it would stop. It's disrespectful, but that's an, that's a conversation for another time. But I went back and I just watched that segment without listening to what Roman and Cody were saying and not listening to the crowd. They told the story as well as they did it verbally with their faces last night, the facial expressions from Cody and especially Roman tells the story. You didn't even need to hear what they said last night. I will never forget being in a, um, a meeting with Vince and this was a company wide meeting all the, I think every, whether it was the raw brand or the SmackDown brand, I, I don't forget which one of my, I forget which one I was on. And Vince is standing in front of the room and he's talking to us about how we make our money and where we make our money on our body. Dave, remember Madonna's video for Vogue? Yes. When somebody, when you're voguing, what were they doing? You were making it's this all about the face. It's squaring the face. It's like you're playing for the camera. It's all about the face. So Vince was basically voguing in front of the in front of the room, teaching us about this is where we make our money. He was framing off his face. And to hear you talk about going back and watching the segment last night with no sound on and just watching Cody and Roman's facials and how they sold the story just based on the facials could not be a higher compliment to both men. And I think you felt the same way as me where it was Roman's facials that really sucked you in because we have never seen facials like that from Roman before. And genuine concern when Cody said, and then Jay is going to leave you. It's as if you could see in slow motion, the first domino fall in Roman's mind. It's, it's really unbelievable. And again, this is the art of pro wrestling. It's the magic of pro wrestling. Uh, you know, back in the day, you know, we would watch wrestling and be like, all right, yeah, I don't know if that's real. But when you saw Sergeant Slaughter in the ring with the Iron Sheik, you're like, yeah, but that's real. You know, it's like watching Raw last night. For a lot of that show, is like, I just don't, it just doesn't do anything for me. I don't get it. It's not. But watching what we saw at the end of that show, that's the beauty of why we have fallen in love with pro wrestling. And I love the way he, Cody buttoned it up. He talked about Jay. He talked about Jimmy. He talked about Solo. And then he goes, and then Mr. Heyman becomes an advocate again. 
basically telling Roman, if things don't work out with you, he's always got Brock on the back burner. And and ah, I'm so glad that you brought that up, Bully, because I don't know if everybody caught it. But go back. Go ahead. Go ahead. Cody, Cody should have painted that word picture a little better because he could because he could have said, you know, and then Jay falls and Jimmy falls and Solo falls. And then Mr. Heyman goes from wise man to advocate again. I think he could have just painted that picture a little better, but I got it. And I hope everybody else got it. No. And and you go back and watch the segment again and just look at Paul Heyman. And through most of that segment, Paul Heyman is kind of smiling, almost mockingly towards Cody. But when Cody went into Roman, I was very surprised by Paul Heyman's expression. It was, he had like a demonic smile on his, like Cody's killing Roman, but it was almost like, like Heyman was feeding off of that energy from Cody for a moment. But when it got really personal with Jay, you saw again, Heyman's expression change of like, almost like, Oh my God, like it, it like of, of real concern and worry in his face bully. And, and we've said that before about Paul Heyman, like the beauty of Paul Heyman that in a match, especially when he was the advocate of Brock, like you could see the surprise and shock in his face and it helped you sell what was going on in the match. It's a small thing because you were really focused on Cody and Roman, but go back and watch that segment again and just watch Paul Heyman. It, it really is a beautiful thing, Bully, because these are true masters of the ring right now. You have Cody that has been born for this. You have Roman that's been born of born for this and you have Paul Heyman that at a very young age fell in love with this business those three people sold me on the main event of Wrestlemania 39 last night it's the art of storytelling my friend and it'll never get old and when it's done the right way there, <laughs> there is no defense none you get immediately get sucked in and Bully, you know, that's why you know, that's why I'm I, I don't mean to stop you, but that's why it's great that it was at the end. And obviously it was gonna be at the end, because that's the cliffhanger that's gonna make you tune in to next week. That's why it's so difficult, Bully, to go back and talk about, you know, the Oscar and Bianca and and you know what happened between Bailey and Rhea last night and all like it's so hard for me to go back and talk about these things that don't resonate to go back and talk about these things where your, your reasoning is the word, because when you see something as beautiful as we saw at the end of that show last night, the ending of the segment where solo goes to hit Cody and then Cody catches him with a quick kick and then puts him down. That's the only part that I thought was a bit unnecessary i guess they wanted to do it just to show a little bit of gumption from from cody like he's not afraid of solo because then solo fires up again and then roman stops him i would have liked to have seen roman stop him on the very first one i don't know what that 
physicality got them. I'm sure they had their reasoning. It's not, it's not a it's not a miss on their part on their part by any means. I'm just not sure, quite sure why they felt the need to go there. So, but let me ask you this because you did say Roman stopped Solo Sokoa because, as you said, even with that surprise kick, Solo Sokoa like got pumped up right away again and wanted to go after Cody. Why do you think Roman stopped him last night? To me, and this is this is left th- this is up for interpretation. This is where the you know the the viewer, the the um, the fan, gets to determine how they felt in that moment. I felt that Roman stopped Solo because Solo wasn't listening to Roman. Like when Roman turned around for that split second and he saw Solo in the ring, he was like, what are you still doing there? It was almost as if Solo was being defiant. Did you get it? Did you pick up on something else? Yeah, I, I no, no. That's probably the same reasoning I would have given because you can see it in in Roman's face and what Roman was mouthing to Solo. Like it, it was almost it had nothing really to do with Cody. Had more the fact that you know I'm still in control here. I'm still the head of the table. You got to listen to me. The stick with me here. Which okay. do you find more interesting? If you know anything about history, do you find the rise of the Roman Empire more interesting or the fall of the Roman Empire more interesting? The fall. That will most likely be part two of the bloodline story. If Cody wins, the next year might be the fall of the bloodline. And that is either going to happen continuing right after WrestleMania because I love the way that they kept on bringing up April 3rd. Like I love that Roman was like, it's not April 2nd is going to be the most significant date for you. It's going to be April 3rd. It's going to be the day after. And then Cody came right back and it said for you, sir, it's April 3rd because what is it going to be like for you when you don't have those championship titles? anymore? again, you know, with this story, they have done a phenomenal job, Bully, of, again, bringing attention to the titles, making sure that those titles are there and are a representation of why Roman is where he is. Obviously, it's the blood and the family. There's no doubt about it. That is the constant thread. But I love the way they still keep putting over those titles. And what's Roman going to be like if he doesn't have those titles anymore? I would have loved to have heard Cody talk to Roman about April 3rd in the sense of what's going to happen when you lose, but more importantly, what's going to happen when you let down the Inouye family. I would have loved to have seen Cody remind Roman, Roman, you remember when you stood on the top of that stage do you remember when your uncle Afa and your dad Sika came out and presented you with the traditional Samoan? What's the name of the the thing? Delays. It's a oh, it's a lay. Yeah, it's a lay. It's a it's a fancy lay. Um, do you remember when they presented you with the fancy lay and proclaimed you the head of the table? What's it going to be like when you have to face your father Sika and your uncle Afa again? and they remove 
that lay from your neck because you are no longer the head of the table. What's going to happen on April 3rd, Roman, when you have to watch me come out on Monday Night Raw and you will have to acknowledge me? Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. Football season may be over, but the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. You can now win up to 100 times your money on Prize Picks with as little as four correct picks. You can turn $10 into $1,000 with NBA, NHL, and college basketball entries today. Prize Picks even offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Price Picks is the perfect selection for me. Download the app today and use code BUSTED for a first deposit matchup to $100. That's code BUSTED for a first deposit matchup to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if you've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when you hear that Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, you're probably thinking, what's the catch? Well, there isn't one. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plans, draw-dropping monthly bill, and unexpected overage. All plans come with unlimited talk and text, plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. It's crystal clear, and it doesn't kill my monthly budget. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. That's mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Give me a hell yeah! We are full speed on the road to WrestleMania. This is Dave LaGreca, host of Busted Open, a Sirius XM podcast. Join me and the Busted Open team every day for the best pro wrestling talk on the planet. It's all leading up to WrestleMania in L.A., where Busted Open will be coming to you live April 1st from the iconic Whiskey A Go-Go in Hollywood. To find out how you can join, stay tuned to Busted Open or on Twitter at Busted Open Radio. Download Busted Open every afternoon on the SXM app or wherever you get your podcasts. I think the best thing for us to do, Bully, I, you know, we have our master's class that drops every Sunday. 
um, where you, Mark, and Tommy put on a clinic and a class for the Busted Open Nation. I'd like to do that with this promo, if you don't mind, Bully. So I'm going to give you free reign. If there's something you want to ex- expand on, just tell Andre, who's going to be playing the promo, to pause it. Because uh, I'd like to get some of your explanations, some of the highs from what you heard in that promo last night between Cody and Roman. Are you cool with that? Let's do it. All right. So let's go back to Monday Night Raw and the verbal exchange between Roman and Cody. Wise man, he's what we used to be. He's like our fathers. He's a professional wrestler. What we used to be, you see, I'm a fighter, which in turn has allowed me to be the megastar around here. And you come in here and you say all these things that you're gonna do when we know you're not gonna do them because look at your track record. Let's look at it. You didn't wanna do the Stardust thing. Right away, it's, it's all about tone. Roman is being such a dick to Cody. And it's all in his tone. He's just talking down to him like this. Like, oh, look, he's one of them pro wrestlers. And I think he's referring to the suit. I I don't know what else he possibly could be referring to. Looking all prim and proper like a pro wrestler. See, I don't. I didn't take it that way, bully. Then what was he referring to? I I kind of took it in the way that just the opposite of what you're saying. I almost took it like you know he's a he's a pro wrestler. You know what this this what we do isn't about pro wrestling. It's about being a superstar. It's he never about said being superstar. He said fighter. He said I'm a fighter. But I think and the way I heard it, and then Cody's follow up. That's how I kind. I kind of took it. Interesting, though. Interesting. Not not a problem. My point was Roman's tone already right off the bat is so condescending. Wait, keep going. So what happened? You ran away. And what happened? You ran away. You started a company and a promotion that you couldn't get over in. And then you ran away. You're not cut out for this. You keep talking about finishing the story. April 2nd, I'm gonna finish the story. No, you're not. April 2nd is just a moment. It's an opportunity. It's like a lotto ticket for you. Your real moment is on April 3rd. Because when you wake up, you're gonna have to look in the mirror. And then you're gonna have to confront that adversity again. Not like you used to, because when you look in the mirror, I want. Maybe I stopped a little too soon, but when he said on April 3rd, you're going to have to look in the mirror where I wished he was going was talking about when you see your reflection, all you're going to see is the same disappointment that your father was when it came to winning the big one. Because Cody said, my father couldn't win the big one. And now Roman should be telling Cody, you couldn't win the big one. So the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. What do Dusty Rhodes and Cody Rhodes have in common? They could never win the big one. Keep going. 
want you to make a choice, and I want that choice to be something that your dad could be proud of. Otherwise, you're just going to do what you always do and run like a little Okay. Okay. Run. Run away. So for those out here, these, these little nightmares, if you've got the weight belt, if, uh, if you're somebody who likes the undesirable to undeniable tale, you have to know that what Roman's saying right now is true. You're talking, you're calling me what we, what our fathers were, a wrestler? Man, I tried. I started here at 20 years old. WWE, born and bred, I wanted to be a superstar. Sometimes I still want to be a superstar, but maybe that's the truth. Maybe inside I am just a runaway, violent, like the taste of blood in my mouth, professional wrestler. Stop. Dave, when you think of a runaway, do you think of a boy or a man? You think of a boy. And this is why I was saying that Cody came across as a boy to me in the initial stages of his promo last night. Keep going. And I'll tell you what, and we'll make it clear right here and right now. Nobody needs to bring up my father one more time because if I hear it again, I'm absolutely going to vomit. He's not coming to this ring to hit a bionic elbow. My brother works elsewhere. The only thing that you're going to see at WrestleMania is me. Anyone want to talk about family? You want to talk about family? Here, I'll bring up someone you don't know. My mean-ass Cuban mother, who in this moment, you know what she would tell me? She would say, knock that boy out. And while he's laying there, hit him again for good measure. You've got to wake up without these titles that mean the most in our world. And when that happens, here's what else happens. Jay is going to leave you. Stop. And that's the first moment I believed Cody could win this match. And it's all because of the way Roman looked away. For the first time, Cody gets in Roman's head. For the first time, there's self-doubt. I talked about it earlier. For the first time, I felt like Cody truly pierced Roman's armor. First dog that looks away loses. And in that battle, Roman lost last night. Keep going. And then Jimmy will leave you too. So no Usos, guess what happens then? Solo, who you've been glaring at me all night. Let me tell you something that I had to find out when I was a second generation flanked by the champion. You think you're ready, you're not ready. Solo leaves you too. And when Solo leaves you, this man well, he becomes an advocate again. So there you'll be. Stop. A man. I just wish he could have framed that and explained it a little better. Because the bigger picture behind that line is there's always the first guy. And the first guy was Brock Lesnar. And it's almost, it, it almost casts more doubt in Roman's mind as to whether or not Rome as whether or not Paul 
has truly been by Roman's side this whole time, or has his relationship with Brock, you know, been been just as strong as it's ever been in the background? And Bully, because when when I first watched it until you brought it up, my mind didn't immediately go to Brock. Like when he said, well, then he's just an advocate. My mind should have gone to Brock, and it does now, now that I hear it again. But initially, it didn't. You're right. I would have liked a little bit of a reminder, like, you know, just just to throw out Brock's name. Because that probably would have gotten a reaction from the crowd, too. Because I don't know if everybody caught on that. But again, it's a, it's a small thing, because obviously the theme is there uh, from Cody. Keep going. And without a family, a Roman with no more reigns, a chief without a tribe. Stop. The last thing I would have liked to have heard is a man without a family. Because a Roman with no more reigns talks about, you know, a champion. A chief without a tribe is about the head of the table, but at the very end of the day, it's a it's a man without a family. There are a couple of little good ones. And, and listen, this is a little bit of Monday morning quarterback over here, Tuesday morning quarterback, but I'd like to think that I'm personally savvy enough that I would have thought of this beforehand. Because last night was such an opportunity for Cody to land so many blows on Roman. I thought he landed just enough, but he could have landed just a couple of more. Keep going. So we hear Roman drop the microphone. Yeah. And what does he do? He walks away, walks out of the ring. He runs away. Yeah, he walked away. I get it. But he did to Cody what Roman has accused Cody of doing his whole life. He's running away in the face of adversity. This is the most adversity that Roman has had to face from Cody. And Roman ran. I love the way that ties in in a very subliminal way. So for the, for the, just the casual wrestling fan, you get what you get on the surface. Here's the story. But for the educated wrestling fan who enjoys depth, like I know I do, or I know you appreciate also, it goes so much deeper. Oh shit. Look, Roman accused Cody of running away. And now Roman's running away. What a bitch. Keep playing it. Stay away. Stay away. It's like I said, I knew you weren't ready. Stop 
the Samoan spike. Stop. We heard Roman screaming at Solo. Solo, get over here. Solo, come on. But now Cody is able to get into Solo's head so much that the young boy in the bloodline is no longer listening to the head of the table and is getting baited in by Cody. Cody gets under Roman's skin. Cody gets Heyman to show concern. And now Cody is baiting the hook and getting the young boy to take the bait. All in one night, all these little dominoes are starting to fall. And that's bothering Roman. Keep going. You can kill it there. I wish the segment would have ended with Cody chance and not your not ready chance because they would have been chanting for Cody when they went off the air. That would have been the exclamation point that that segment needed. I agree. And, and they were doing the Cody chance until... You, they had that physicality, and earlier on in the show, you said it. You didn't need the physicality, and you had the Cody chants. Those Cody chants would have, have obviously been building and building up just like those You're Not Ready chants were. I think if you avoided the physicality, it would have ended Bully the way that you wanted it to end with the Cody chants, but they went in a little bit of a different direction. Again, it's, it's a small thing, but it would have been a, a really – an exclamation point to the end of that segment last night. But I still feel they did a pretty damn good job of getting you ready for what's going to happen at WrestleMania 39. And it's also interesting, Bully, because you still have three shows left. You have, you know, one more Raw and two more SmackDowns. I'm wondering if that's the last time you see uh, Cody and Roman in the same room together again. I'm sure that they'll be writing. Um, they have already write, began writing next week's show, and there'll be writes and rewrites and ideas and changing of ideas. And they need something strong. I want to see something very strong from them. And 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 the strong doesn't necessarily mean physicality. It could be another great promo. It could be a, a complete stripping down of both men to to to. This is who we are. And this is my mission statement. And this is why I'm going to win and how I'm going to win. It needs to be real definitive and real personal. That's the way I want to see them go into. And I know I'm, I'm listen, I'm not reinventing the wheel with this idea. I just want that moment in time. And I'm hoping it's next week. I got a little bit of it last night. I want that moment in time where I'm just like, yeah, I can't wait for this to happen. Like, I want Roman and Cody 
to have such a good final go home uh, week for Mania that when the bell rings, those people are chanting, this is awesome before they even touch. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. Serious XM Podcasts. Hot off the press from Maybelline New York, it's new Lifter Plump, an intense plumping lip gloss formulated with chili pepper to deliver a heated sensation for an instant plumping effect that lasts. From eight sizzling shades like Blush Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Cocoa Zing, and more, an extra large wand applicator transforms lips in one swipe. Learn more at Maybelline.com. For a limited time, get 10% off your Lift or Plump purchase on Amazon with code 10PLUMP. This is a message for anyone with high LDLC or bad cholesterol who has had or is at risk of having a cardiovascular adverse event. Merck is studying an investigational medication to see whether it may help lower the risk of future cardiovascular adverse events. Cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death worldwide. And in the United States alone, there are over 73 million people living with high LDLC. To learn about whether you may qualify, visit CoralReefStudies.com now. Again, that is C-O-R-A-L-R-E-E-F-S-T-U-D-I-E-S dot com.